Hey, how's it going? Um, it's a snowy day up in the northeast. Um, today's episode is a really special episode. Um, earlier this summer, we had interviewed Chris O'Connor from Eastern Connecticut Paranormal Society. Um, we were made aware of his untimely passing back in January. Um, we had two parts of the episode, and originally... We were going to save the second half for our Patreon viewers. With Chris's passing, we wanted to be able to share that episode with everybody. So you could truly see how gifted and how talented Chris was. He helped hundreds of people across this country with all kinds of things, from the spiritual to the paranormal. Our love, uh, our condolences, and our light to Chris's family, Chris's friends, uh, especially... David and everybody at Eastern Connecticut Paranormal Society. Uh, on behalf of George and myself, we hope you enjoy the second half of this amazing interview with Chris O'Connor. Enjoy. The views and opinions expressed in the following podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, the affiliates, or digital platforms hosting this podcast. All content is for the purposes of education, conjecture, and at times entertainment. We promote inclusiveness and diversity. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Into the Deep, the Patreon edition. If you're listening and watching this episode, thank you so much for your contributions and your belief in what we're doing. George and I cannot thank you enough. So without further ado, here is part two with Chris O'Connor. Enjoy. Has there ever been a time where you've been in an investigation and you've, you've encountered something that you felt as just like, you know, you're saying earlier, you're like, where you're just maybe a little scared and you're like, well, that's it. I'm done. Yep. Wow. Um, we're all human. Yeah. Um, even as, even as psychics. Um, we had a case in Windsor, Connecticut, and it was, we were there for a year and a half, um, battling a demon. Wow. And I did my thing of, I call it going on a journey or traveling, or some, some people call it astral projecting. And it's not really astral projecting. Um, I travel, I will go and travel and I will try to, we're trying to help this client and David, because of our psychic connection, we have this thing called tethering. Mm. Um, we'll set up a psychic tether line. And um, through that adventure, um, was face-to-face with a very demonic entity. Um, and although David was trying to help and get answers, I wanted to get out of it, but he wasn't getting letting me out. Um, I was very angry at him for a long time after that, but uh, it was probably, I'd say the top three scariest times I've ever been in, uh, where I come out bawling, um, that kind of fear where you're just, you can't hold that emotion in anymore. Um, and thankfully our other teammate at the time, Melissa, she is a Reiki uh, practitioner. Um, she was able to immediately send energy to me and I was able to get, recover. But so to answer your question about those times, there are, there are times when they're, um, like, all right, I'm done for the night at least. Uh, and at, at, at that point right there, I was okay, we're not coming back until you bring in a exorcist exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, as you have a very bad demon, um, the one that I encountered, um, now David is, he specializes in demonology. He, um, wouldn't go to far as call him a demonologist. He will, I guess, um, the demonologist is a kind of a broad term and it's kind of a, um, man-made term title. Um, but, um, cause any one of us can become a demonologist you just have to learn yourself on demons well david has and he goes one that he, we, i captured was as far as in the ranking system of demons was up there 
And I'm like, well, I'm not going back there. Um, that was not fun. And we're not going back to the house until they bring in a priest. And because this thing is just, you, you, you got to know when you're not strong or not to say strong enough, but not the right person to conquer this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, and this event was clear that I was much, not as strong as I thought I was. Um, and even in my Christian belief, uh, he was, he was huge. I was, I'm six one and I jumped up on a well in this area. So it's, I'm about three feet off the ground. So that makes me about nine feet tall. I was looking at this creature eye to eye and it was not pleasant. But when I did come out, I was done. (laughs) One, it's exhausting to travel, but when you expose yourself or you're exposed to that, it's frightening. And so it does kill you. David, um, I think, does he come across anything? Uh, he, he has, I think, um, he may not come and say, just done. He's like, okay, I think we've, we've got enough for the night, you know, and it's kind of like his view. Okay, I'm done. Um, there's, you know, our photographer, she's a wonderful photographer, but um, she'll say, you know, I think I've had enough of this. <laughs> uh, I've had enough. And I said, all right, you know, I think we're wrapping up now. And she goes, no, I'm done. <laughs> I trust you. You're done. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think with any paranormal team, they come across something that's not nice um, and you're not prepared for it. even though i was prepared it was a lot more than my preparation it was i guess looking back it was freaking amazing that you know i could hear yeah you know here i am just this guy and then you know, i've got this creature this demonic entity and i'm fighting with it i'm struggling i was actually we were fighting over a person mm. i had it was almost like a tug of war and then he just blared out of uh, I don't call it a roar, but I don't, it was a horrible noise, and then I just let her go. I'm like, "Oh, I'm done. You want her, have her." <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I'm out. See ya. <laughs> and then I jumped into the well. Wow. You know why I thought that was a safe place to go, but yeah. Um, and it turned out I jumped in the well, and I was able to get back to where I started. Wow. Oh. Gosh. It was an incredible journey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I tell you, it was an incredible journey. Um, there's times when, like, profiling, I get to a spot like, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to see any more right now. Um, the case in 2017, I didn't want to see what I, um, one, I didn't, I knew I had to tell the family. Mm. And I didn't really want to have to do that. Yeah. Um, but I did. So, it, yeah, you get to certain points. I, I, could, I suppose if you asked any um, somebody who is, who's like me or even a paranormal investigator, they have that one episode. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, gosh. Do you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, do you, do you do anything to protect yourself in any way? Absolutely. Um, on routine cases, um, actually, tonight, I... I'm talking about paranormal. I, I asked for a protective bubble around me because I'm wide open. Spirits are able to get in, but I, I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on the right. interview. So I imagine myself where I put myself into a light, um, that uh, protective light. I've asked God to protect me. Um, routine cases, uh, before I even leave the driveway, I, I have a routine of prayers mm-hmm. and um, there's time always, I always connect with the property or the place we're going to before we even get to, I will go and visit the building and the home um, and I'll come back with, I'll text the team, hey, extra protect yourself tonight. There's something not right here. Mm. I'm not sure if it's demonic or malevolent, but it's just not good. Right. So, yes, um, I just do it by prayer. Um, there are other 
psychics, other mediums that will go through a whole different type of ritual. And, and that's great. If that works for them, that's what works for them. That's awesome. Right. Um, some will sage themselves prior to going in and sage themselves coming out. I, I have a different trust factor. Um, I was given this gift for a reason. Um, God's not going to let me. Just that simple. I love that. That's awesome. Um, so just, just through prayer, um, no relics or anything. No, uh, no. Um, I mean, I'm not Catholic, so I don't wear rosary. Um, when I visit the first time I visited the house in Connecticut in Enfield, hmm. um, I did go up with, I had a cross in my pocket. Hmm. Um, just because it was already known to be a demonic house. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, you know, when you have, you know, $10,000 in life insurance, what's wrong with 50? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know there's nothing wrong with having a little extra, a little extra well. insurance. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, it's in my pocket. Um, and it came in handy, let me tell you. Um, mm-hmm. that, was, that was a pretty uh, interesting night as well. Um, and uh, so, but like Dave, he's Catholic, he'll wear his rosaries. Um, uh, like Eli, I'm not sure, I know he does prayers. Um, Eli's Jewish, so uh, he has his thing. Um, Ruby kind of relies on she does it, I think she does it herself. I really don't know for a fact, but I think she relies on my prayer to keep her included. And, gotcha. and that's what I do. I, I include the whole team in my mm. bubble of protection. There are times when you have to bring down that protection just to see if you can gather evidence. Um, but it's done, you know, if you think about it, if you have the walls up here, you know, you bring it down about halfway just so you can get a little, see, see how far you go. But, you know, it's almost... I guess you can kind of think of blinds. You can always pull the blinds closed as quickly as you can and leave, leave the uh, entity outside. Um, we all have our tricks or, or, or our beliefs on how we protect ourselves. I mean, I, 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 I mean, you have candles and you have a beautiful, I, I know the name of that thing and I can't recall the candle. Oh, the Sri Yantra. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all used in different forms of protection. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not sure what you have. What's the woven thing? Let's see, uh, which whereabouts? In between the, the two candles, oh. uh, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, that's the, that's the Sri Yantra right there. Okay, no, I'm so, talking about yeah. the, the lantern, I guess. Other this, one, other side. Lantern right that there. One. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had that for quite some time. And I just. Yeah, uh, Where did you get it? Uh, I honestly don't recall. Uh, it's probably been about 20, 25 years that thing's been in my life. Oh, it, uh, so I don't it, recall. Uh, um, it belongs I, there. It belongs it, in your life. It does. It's it's it been does. there. Yeah. So um, I was admiring it. I'm like, it's that's one another gifts of scrying. I can identify different energies mm. on objects mm. and see, kind of see their history um, yeah. if they want to show it. And then get people, you know, that big if. Um, most of the time they they show it. Um, so I was admiring the lantern. Um, and I, and the the weaving behind your is uh, we all have that, and I see Buddha or a yeah. statue hanging over your shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, and yeah. uh, now is that you, that is it? Your actual background? Some people put a fake background behind. Yeah, them. no, this is this is real. It's actually three dimensional, as far as I know. Yeah. It's three dimensional. Yeah, I do. I'll have guests on, and you know they'll have you know kind of that like. Um, you know, that augmented background, you know, sometimes it's, you know, like a green screen, what have you. Uh, so, uh, but this is, this is my bedroom curtain. Hey, I love it. It's a very nice bedroom I hate curtain. Them. I hate them. My wife put them on. I hate them. Um, <laughs> but if they were vertical lines, would you enjoy them more? <laughs> the I don't actually, I'm not a in the lines kind of guy. No, so, oh, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, Unless I'm coloring, but I'm really not in the lines kind of guy. You know, I've, my whole life has been definitely out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. And you wouldn't have it any other way. 
<laughs> couldn't have it any other. I love that. I love that. I, I know you had mentioned earlier that um, your your mother helped you uh, as she was gifted herself. Um, so I think it's awesome that you're you're carrying that legacy as well too through the lineage. Cool. I have a daughter who is on the brink of it as well. Wow. You let her let herself. Um, she used to be on our team and then she went away for college. Mm. Um, but she was, she's definitely has it. She just needs to work on it. And, um, and then I'll get a call from her every now and then, dad, did this happen to you? I'm like, yep. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. That's awesome. Where are you? Where are you located again? So I'm a Rhode Island guy right now. I'm in, I'm in Massachusetts currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm a Rhode Island guy, born and raised, uh, and yeah, it's just a. You're uh, you're not too far from me. I'm, I'm literally ten minutes from the Rhode Island line. Okay. Yeah. Right on. It's. Um, I love Connecticut. I love Rhode Island. I love. I love New England as a whole. It's just like. Yeah. A, you know, it's my favorite. Um, I hope to get to Virginia one day. Um, that's where I went to college, and I was, I was in the Navy for 21 years. So okay. Well, thank you for your service. Wow. Um, yeah, Virginia, Virginia was my favorite place. And I'm an avid Walton fan. I love the Walton. And I've always wanted to live on the Blue Ridge. Mm. That's where I don't want, I'm not necessarily hate the water. I love the water, mm. but I'd rather be in the mountains. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I love, that's why I'm drawn to Vermont and New Hampshire, but I also love Virginia for those exact reasons. Yeah. Um, have, um, you probably would enjoy, um, upstate New York, and um, where did we go? The uh, Sable Caverns, and mm. um, it's, it's by Lake George. Okay, what a place! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You need to connect. You need to get regrounded. There's a good place to go. Okay, it's, uh, it's like a class two hike. Okay, but it um, and you're basically. Cl- uh, hiking around i'm not sure what name of the river but um once you're finished with the hike you take your raft and it brings you back to your destination you started but it's i went there uh you know it's 2016 summer of 2016 and it was it was a time for me to go there i needed to connect so that's one way I, I guess, empower myself more is more earth, you know, mm. earth versus water. A lot of people get reborn or re, re-energized through water. And, and I did too, but I prefer taking my shoes off and just walking on rocks. And um, it's a great, how I, I mean, literally, I feel like, you know, I've been plugged into the charger. Yeah. Um, but I say, well, it's a beautiful place. Um, I mean, almost magical. I mean, it was created by an iceberg. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's in that magical power, if you will. Um, so that's, that's where I like to go. And then places like that, there's a really neat place in Hershey. Um, it's a big old cave. I'm at lagmites, and wow. that's pretty pretty intense. Uh, the energy that once you get inside there is pretty intense. There's nothing wrong with going to Musquamish either. That's <laughs> <laughs> also just there's a plug for Musquamish. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually it's one of my my one of my duty stations was in Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I yes. I spent most of my life south of the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, I mean, I grew up in Connecticut and left for three decades and then came back. Why I came back to Connecticut? No, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't stop in Virginia on my way. Right, yeah. Forward. You know, I stopped in, stopped in Virginia, but um, this is where I am. And my wife wants to move. Oh, so, I mean, Virginia might but, be on the horizon, my friend. Or it could be, but I love my house. Oh, I live in a 1789 farmhouse. Oh. So 
it's uh, amazing. Got its charm and its spirits, and I think they would be sad if I left. Oh yeah, <laughs> bed and breakfast it is. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, and then I have uh, my children are still around here too, for most of them. Right uh, yeah. Other paranormal questions? Do you need? Gosh, yeah. I, I mean, you uh, can keep going, right? I mean, yeah, I could. So that just means we're going to have to do this again if you're cool with that. I, I love to talk about paranormal. I, I think um, there's, I'm always open to learning new processes through the mm-hmm. paranormal investigating avenue, but there's so many teams out there that do it wrong. And um, it hurts the paranormal field. You know, the, the science and the parascience are never going to come together. They're never going to be that. Um, but as a para, paranormal investigator, it's our job to try, get it as close as we can, um, at least get science and say, hey, that could be, um, you know, you know, the gravity was mocked when it was being discovered. Um, so, and there's so much about the other side that we just don't know. And it seems as years go on, um, at least for me, I, I discover more truths about the other side. And I, I believe it's because God's let me see these things. So, um, we'll get there. So there's going back to, there's a lot of paranormal teams out there that, We'll call evidence, evidence, not evidence. Um, and this is coming from a psychic who sees the dang spirit right there. I see it right there. Why can't you get a picture of it? Um, that and what, but we don't have a picture of it, so it's only there for me. It's not proof. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are many psychics out there that will go against that theory, and that's that's wrong. Um, you know, uh, so I guess my role in life is bifurcated for being psychic and then being scientific. Um, I bring in the two together on my own. I mean, I like getting validation. Uh, you know, when I say, hey, your grandma Martha is standing behind you and you say, hey, I do have a grandma Martha. And I, that's to me is scientific evidence. Um, and, um, things you know things of that nature or, or with um now not knowing anything about the window men i walk in there i um our, our walkthrough was pretty amazing you've heard of a k2 meter uh i'm not familiar it, it measures emf or electronic okay. electronic magnetic fields um during our walkthrough now uh, you know re reiterate that the inn had no electricity. That's right. Had no electricity. We walk into apartment two, I will call it, and the K2 is pinging, pinging. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) there's no reason why this K2 should be going off. I don't have a cell phone on me. I don't have anything electrical near me. Um, Why is this thing going on? So getting that that validation of, okay, there, I know there's spirits here. I see them. I have a K2 saying they see it too. <laughs> um, and then I get names. Um, and Eli does research and he comes back with these names and I'm, I listed them all. Um, so that's kind of like my scientific group. Hey, I'm onto something. Um, a lot of don't do it that way. It's actually a disservice to their client. Right on. The number five is coming to I always use that example. Number five is coming to me. What? What's important about the number five? Uh, it's before six. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I like to say. Um, when I do use numbers, I get specific. You know, I had a client where I talked about um I mean I'm I said your mother is showing me the number twenty-five and it has something to do with sports. This is a jersey of one of your children. Um, wait a minute, this child, don't tell me yet. I'll say, don't tell me anything yet. This child hurt her ankle. So it's your daughter. She hurt her ankle. She's one of those. So it all leads to, it really has no importance about the 25. It's 
it's a validation that, hey, your mom's here and she wants to know how your grand, how your daughter's doing with her ankle injury. And when I say all that stuff, you know, they fall down on the ground, you know, <laughs> you're like, how do you know all that stuff? Your mother's telling me this. And so, and her, you know, and her daughter's jersey number. So that's, that's when a number is um, Have you, um, if you're, if you're agreeable, I'd like to do your numerology chart. Sure. Um, all you'd have to do is send me your birth mm-hmm. name on your birth certificate and your date of birth. Okay. And I will do your, there's five key opponents, key components. I said that quickly of the numerology chart. And I, I do that for you. And let's see if it, uh, it's your personality and your lifestyle. Right on. I think it will. I think it will. But quickly, what is, or I don't know if we're on air, if you want to say your That's okay. Yeah, I can edit it out. Don't worry. Go ahead. You can okay. ask anything. So what's your date of birth? I can give you your, your life path right now, your life path number. Sure. It is August 27th, 1979. August 27th. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yes. 35. And then 1979. Mm-hmm. So that's 18 plus. 35 is, I'm doing it real quickly in my head. Now I'm right. That's what, 53? So your life path is eight. Okay. Um, and you're like, how did you get there with all those numbers? <laughs> um, it, it's a secret. You, you add everything up together and you mm. keep adding the numbers until you get to a single number. Gotcha. Um, and so I, I will, uh, so if you want to, you have my email, you can just shoot me your do that to me again, your full, your birth name and your date of birth. And I will send you out a numerology. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. And see how, no problem. I I love doing them because it's really neat how I'm like what I'm getting from you now. I'm like, yeah, I could see this with him. I could kind of get this. uh, I get a better picture. Sometimes I do a numerology report and they're like, I'm nothing like this. And I said, you're everything like this. You're just in denial. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I did one on my brother and he's like, I'm not like this. I said, uh, yeah, you are. This is, and I point out life times in his life where he's proven that he's like this. Oh, that's just perception. It's pretty really damn good perception. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. Right. No. Uh, there, it's all open to it. That's Would awesome. You like that for you? You wouldn't mind sending that. I will send that. No That's problem. That's awesome. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll um, I can get uh, the email from George, so I can hop in on that email thread, yeah. and then I can send you that info, and uh, that'd be yeah, awesome. If George wants one too, I'll do it for George as well. It's uh, yeah, I I enjoy doing them. I enjoy doing them, and uh, um, I have a pretty vast library of um, and it's kind of weird how it goes. You know, I'm like, okay, if you're eight. I may not go through the same book each time. I'll just, I'm like, yep, this must be it because this is what I was getting when I was speaking to him. This is must be what he is. Yeah. Um, it works out. You, I mean, you, you and my son, if I put you two together, would you would think you guys are in the same band? Um, similar hair, similar beard. His is more red. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, um, uh, I used to be like that, you know, four years ago. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> right on. Right. Yeah. I mean, at, I'll be 43 this August. Um, um, very fortunate. Uh, good follicle count. And, uh, you know, the genetics yeah. have been good. Just a couple of couple, couple grays maybe and starting yeah, to pop out. But <laughs> your, your beard is just to your call, to your opening of your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. With your hair, it's it's um, all blending. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I think it's righteous. I, 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 Thanks, brother. I, I think it's awesome. It. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess I hate it too because. I was, <laughs> uh, yeah, like God, I used to such long. I, I before I joined the service, I my hair was probably about your height, just past my shoulders. And, oh wait, hold on. It's it's only because it's up. It's actually uh, it's it's down to my waist. Yeah. yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Good for you. When it wasn't that long. And mine was just past my it was yeah, past my shoulders and um curly is all get out. Uh, no kidding. 
yeah, I guess if you pulled out the curls, you it might be even longer. It was yeah, yeah, real curly. Um, and uh, I didn't have a beard then, but I had a um, I had a, I had a pretty good stash, goatee and stash. Yeah, now I had the now nah, once you go into service, all of that. Oh goes. yeah, just the mustache. Even during boot camp, you can't have the mustache. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, after I got my hair cut and had to shave, I didn't look in a mirror for six weeks. Wow. I brush my hair in the shower. I brush my teeth in the shower. I, t- <laughs> I don't want to look in the shower. I, uh, I, I took one look at myself. I'm like, oh my god, you are one ugly mother. <laughs> and I was like, I never looked in the mirror until I was. I think maybe almost at least six weeks. Wow. Oh my gosh. I, I don't blame you. I would probably feel the same way. Think about it. I mean, you look what you have there, right? And you go nothing. Close to nothing. You're yeah. like, holy Toledo. That's a shock. It, it's yeah, it's definitely a shock. Or and he's like, oh, gee, I didn't know I had that there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I have a misshaped head. I didn't know. Yeah, like, no, yeah. Uh, thank God I didn't have that. But that good. <laughs> and my ears are flat to my head. Some of these oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh horrible. gosh. Yeah. Horrible. I'm like, wow. You don't get behind a wind. You're gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, guys. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to find out. I'm, hopefully, you know, we'll keep going on this trajectory. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, yeah. My son is thirty-four. He's almost. He'll be thirty-five this year, and his hair is um, was similar. Is similar to my. Was similar to mine. Okay. <laughs> or, is, or used to be what my hair was. Hmm. Uh, long and curly, and um, yeah. I actually, because he's also a great vocalist, I said, you know what. You need to try out for Jesus Christ to start because you're, you're the walking image. He's got he's got that whole that's awesome uh, 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 Anglo-Saxon Jesus look to him. Mm-hmm. You know he's you know he's skinny and he's got this long beard and the long hair and he's uh, dark. You know he's got brown eyes, but he just uh, but he like the one that you all grew up with. Right. <laughs> And uh, he, yeah, he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> maybe, maybe he can. We'll encourage him to. Do I that. wish he would because he's a phenomenal vocalist. Oh, that's awesome! Um, anything else you'd like to know before we jump off? Sure. I, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess on a personal level, we don't even have to put this in. But I mean, did you? Were you feeling something? I know you noticed the lamp and then the Shriantra. Yes. Um, I I just see this. You you have a very open aura. Um, meaning that you're you're blue to purple, which is really cool. Mm. Um, you know, I don't see your full. I you know, I'm, I'm assuming that's your full body. Um, not everybody has a full color aura, um, but your aura is purple to indigo, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, it means that you're um, one, you're an open-minded person, and also that your crown chakra is open to receive um about anything um if you're seeking forgiveness is that something that you're looking at right now in your life uh um, possibly um with but yeah i think the only there's like just there's something in particular yeah um because uh it's when you're open to your when your your crown chakra is open you're you're able to receive much more than just when it's not open, put it that way. Yeah, you know, um, they often say, you know, you have to have an open heart to receive or give forgiveness. And, and that's true too. I mean, your heart yeah. chakra is very important, but your crown chakra is, um, I'm sure you've heard the term, the third eye, mm-hmm. um, a term, but that's where that comes from because in a Hindu uh, picture of chakras they show an eye and that's where they say the third eye and i i, I hate that term but um it's like cyclops i'm not yeah <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> no um you do you have quite the um radiant um blue blue like blue to indigo. it starts off blue closer to your body and then it goes out indigo when it um and I think that's why it's more remarkable with your hair because it's, um, if this makes any sense, it embraces it, um, embodies it's your embodiment, um, almost to a Samson 
effect. Okay. If that makes sense. It does make sense. Uh, uh, there's, uh, you have in multiple guides that bring you, are bringing you to your current place. Um, you know, we all have guides, so you can, um, one is usually a family member or a familiar, it's not necessarily can't, doesn't have to be like a direct, you know, father, mother, brother, sister type. Um, it could be that great grandfather that, um, walked the same path you did, or you are now mm. in, in, in relationship. Now he may not have had hair down to his waist, but he had, I guess if you think of long hair is, um, a form of rebellion. Um, and, and, and even at the simplest form of you're rebelling the barber. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, you enjoy the look, you enjoy the hair, you enjoy what it, how it, uh, presents you. Um, so, uh, I, you know, that person fits that same persona, that same, those same attitudes. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you will know, um, being open when, um, you're not quite on that right path or you're, you're veering off of it and you'll know because, um, not just one thing goes wrong, but multiple things go wrong that are saying, Hey, listen, dumbass, you're supposed to be doing this. <laughs> and so listen, um, you have a spirit animal too that's always with you. Um, they're usually there. They're also guides. They also push you back onto the plan. Um, and remarkably, it's not one of uh, not a, a typical Native American spirit animal. That um, are you very tall? No. Your spirit animal is. Really? That's why I, I was just like, wow. Well, um, and this could be just a transitional animal but it's very funny that the, the giraffe is showing is showing itself wow. that's why i said are you very tall hmm. um be, um so you can research what the giraffe represents in spirit animal but and it could be a transition animal because and that's another thing people why well, my spirit guide says my my spirit animal exists i'm like well, not necessarily it all the time okay. it, you have different animals coming to your life like um a horse is a transitional spirit animal. It means you're moving from one place to the next. Um, our typical ones, you know, bear, wolf, hawk, um, uh, turtle is another. That's I mean, those are Native American ones, and they, they get assigned. Um, but uh, like, I'm a wolf. Uh, my spirit. I I am not. I'm not, my spirit animal is a wolf. Mm. And it's, He's always there, always been with me. But there's times when I've had seals, uh, whales, uh, a lot of sea life will come mm. through and transitioning animals. So for some, I don't. That's why I asked if you were tall. Wow. Yeah. Like, why are you showing me? Why is a giraffe showing being shown to me? And um, but I, you also have a bird of prey with you as well. Um, not sure which. But could you, I mean, you have this soaring kind of personality. You like to be, I don't, I don't want to say floating or flying, but that unconfined. Hmm. Is that, that fair that, statement? You don't want, you're not one to be, um, uh, stationary in a in a particular place in your life for a long time even if you're stable within say i'm you know i'm in my home in rhode island and that's your common denominator but you need to you go and seek out other adventures i get yeah another way to put it yeah that's your um your spirit of not of avoiding confinement um you'll tolerate it but there's a there's 
times when you just, you're not, you're done tolerating. You have to go out and be myself. I, I'll, I'll conform right now, but don't ask me to do it for 10 minutes. I'll only do it for five. Gotcha. You know, I, yeah. out there. Does that make sense? It does. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and if any time that it doesn't make sense, then I mean, you know, I, I'm not always, I'm sure it's never a hundred percent. Um, and I was actually type of psychic that I am. I will tell you, Hey, this is what I get, what I get. And I don't get, what yeah. I don't. you know, right. I'm not going to tell you, you know, if you're looking for your aunt Gertrude, she's not here. <laughs> Sorry. Right. right. No aunt Gertrude. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, you know, but you know, if there are times when. Oh gosh, I was at a bar, a pub with my wife, and my wife tolerates my gift. <laughs> um, sometimes she finds it quite a nuisance, but there are times when I'm out and like, I'm sorry, I got to talk to these people, complete strangers. Right. This guy wants me to talk to, them. and she looks at me like, "You have to do that. We're out on a nice date, you know. Well, you don't. All right, um, I'll try to make it short, and." Uh, yeah, I was at a pub, you know, her father came forward. I just, you know, I'm like, I'm not sure how to tell you this. <laughs> you know, I, I hate, I don't like doing, going all Teresa Caputo is what I call it. <laughs> all Teresa Caputo. On right. <laughs> um, that's the best way to describe it, isn't right. it? Uh, but there's times when they're coming forward and say, listen, your light's on, I'm coming. You've got to get this message. Right. Um. And then they cry, and then and you're like, I don't want you to cry, don't cry. And they almost always cry. Uh, and uh, um, sometimes it's happy tears, sometimes it's sad tears. But um, you're actually, uh, I, I you know, one of your guys are just talking to me, just telling me, look, uh, you know, a little tidbit about um, your life thus far. Um, you're, uh, you like to ride the rails. That mean, I mean, and what that means to me is that, um, again, you're not in the middle of the road. You, you're, you like the boundaries. You like seeing what could happen. You ride the, like riding the rails. You're, you like looking at, you know, you want to see what's on the other side of those boundaries. Not in you. Sometimes you like, hey, I'm going to go really, I'm going to go see what those boundaries are. Mm -hmm. But most of the time you're, you get close. Yeah. You like to get very, very close. Um, so I'm like, okay. Um, that's okay, too. I, yeah. I think that's cool. I, I moved that life as well. Um, and I guess I'm maybe too old to do that now. I don't, <laughs> too old or too tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I just, yeah, I'm a I'm a father of six. Oh wow! And I have eight grandchildren, so oh, I'm excited. I live an excited life. Um, God bless so, you. That's amazing. I have. Uh, I, I get tired. I bet. But again, I bet. If you need to stop. You need to shut it off when you're ready to shut this off because I'm going to keep going. Right on. Well, I appreciate. I mean, you you you're not feeling any anybody or anything. Just that couple um, of guys. It's not. Just to, you know, um, I, I tend to believe this. I mean, your male guide is a, a grandparent, a grandfather oh, of okay. sort. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Um, he's kind of like, you know, if we ever meet in person, I might come out, say something. But he's, uh, he's actually, when I, I will, when I'm presenting with a family member, I'll ask them to stand in a certain spot so I know who they are. If okay, if your mom or dad, um. The left side is for male relations and right side is for female relations. So okay. mom or dad, step close. Be close to step it. You're first in line. Grandparents, you're second line. So I have a challenge. And like if you're an aunt or an uncle, you're you stand one to the left or the right. Uh -huh. So it helps me identify. But then they get, well, I was like his dad, so I'm going to stand right here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I'm like, well, are you like his, are you his dad or you were like his dad? Um, so that's when people say, well, or I may even say, like, a father figure. And I hate that term because it's so vague. I like to be very specific. If I'm going to do a reading, I want to be as specific as I can. You, you know, and, and even what I've told you so far is 
you know, not as specific as I like to be. Mm. Uh, but he, you're this guy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, yeah. Um, ever since you was born, he's always pushed, always looked at the, the boundaries or he likes riding the rails, meaning he likes to take chances or, 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 uh, um, and it kind of goes back to your nonconformist um, way of uh, not that you're going to do things your way uh, and that you wouldn't take input from others because you actually rely on input from others um, to guide you. That's actually one of your positive traits is that you are open-minded to take input mm. from other people. Um, taking it, not always putting it into practice, but <laughs> taking it, mm. I mean, I, um, sometimes, I mean, I can tell my facial expression is, oh, I hit that one on the head or, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and so, um, yeah, but he's like, he's shown me a time you're, you're on a bicycle and you're going in a direction that you were told not to go, but you're like, I'm going. Mm. Um, so, mm. okay. All right. You know, this, you're young, you're, you're a young kid, probably. Before ten, okay, all right. I think yeah. oh, you're I you're yeah. So you're yeah. You um, I mean, it could have. I don't know if this makes sense. Um, were you jumping ramps and you weren't supposed to be jumping ramps? Um, that uh, yeah. you know, I I I see, like you pedaling your ass off and you're going over a ramp and you're you you know in your heart that well i was told not to do this probably gonna bag it i mean i I jumped ramps a lot i used to fall a lot my brother had more accidents than i did but i did have one really bad bike accident out of the but it wasn't it's more like uh i was a doofus and i figured i'd (laughs) i'd put my bike in the back of my dad's pickup truck and i'm like oh this, this would be a cool high jump no, the front of the no. bike's gonna fall, dummy, and it just yeah. got to the edge and bigger. <laughs> that, that was bigger. it. That was the the worst fall I had. Um, but I mean, I, I did jump a lot of ramps. I did fall a lot, but that was the worst one that I had. But yeah, no, I'm just thinking this is yeah. was a time when it, uh, you weren't you were told no, you you shouldn't do that, uh, yeah. or or if you do that, you're going to get in trouble or something. Yeah. Long. I know there was a bunch of times that 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 happened a lot. I mean, I mean, again, that's half thing. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, yeah, but it's it's. I want this man is probably grandfather, great grandfather type of. Okay. Maybe maybe even like your grandfather's uncle or brother, um. Because he's like, nope, you were told not to do that. You were told not. He's like sitting back watching. You were told not to do that. He's gonna fall. He's gonna bust his nose, or he's gonna bust his face, <laughs> and boom, there you go. Mm. He was told not to do that, and he did it anyway. <laughs> and that's what happened. And, and, and for kids, most of the time, when when they do hurt themselves, they were doing something they were told not to do. Right. <laughs> um, so, um, that's cool. Yeah, I see it. It's bicycle. Yeah. Mm. Again, that goes back to a lot of your, um, you know, when you ride a bike, you're free. You're mm-hmm. You're, you're essentially flying on two wheels. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of goes along with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he had definitely a bird of prey is coming forward and he's kind of, kind of a handsome bird. He's kind of um, uh, brown with like wolf feathers racing his, you know, just in, on his head, kind of um, pretty bird. Hmm. But the giraffe is there too because he, he, he's like, "I'm here too." <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, don't forget me. Don't forget uh, me. I was like, so that's why I was like, maybe you're tall. You know, everybody. Hmm. You know, nobody knows really how tall you are. And yeah, right in this TV, <laughs> you know, um, two dimensional rectangle. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate I hope, that. I hope it was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely yeah, enjoyed that. You're, you're definitely, um, and you'll, you'll know when you're closing up because you're, um, 
little sign, uh, kinks in your shoulder, kinks in your lower back uh, for no reason. You're like, why is my back hurt? I didn't do anything for my back to hurt. Those are subtle signs that you're um, not as open and you're not, um, you're not letting positive energy come in. Um, You're, you're holding on to negative energy and, and, when you hold on to negative energy, it, it adversely affects your your body. I mean, that's just science. That's yeah. also, but it's also you know, psychic or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I don't see you holding on to that kind of negativity very long. Mm-hmm. Um, when um, actually, I don't see a lot of negative comes into your life. I think you have a um, like a south south or north north pole relationship with negativity um you have the ability to ward it off before it actually penetrates hmm. every now and then your pole switches and it and it attracts i don't see you attracting negativity do you believe you attract negativity i don't believe i don't feel like i do you know obviously yeah. it happens from time to time but for the most part um I always feel like I'm the individual trying to keep that positive energy going for other folks in their life and then around us and our environment. And, you know, um, times I can, I can feel a shift in energy if I'm in a place that I can sometimes feel a little, Oh, absolutely. Or something, you know, but, but for the most part. And because, and having an open chakra, like you do that, that purple aura, um, indigo or blue um is um indicative to that of picking up the energy shifts and then no and then you know your inner or your subconscious knows how to react and there you have it i cannot thank chris enough for all of his time and just sharing some space with us you can find chris at easternctparanormal.com where he's the co-founder of the Eastern Connecticut Paranormal Society, as well as on Instagram at Eastern CT Paranormal. We truly appreciate all your love and support and contributions to our podcast and our future endeavors. You're now part of an exclusive inner sanctum, and we cannot thank you enough. If you like what you're hearing, please share the links with people who would enjoy this content as well as rate us. You can find us on Instagram as well as on Twitter and our Facebook. So until next time, take care of one another and keep thinking for yourself.